جود مورنينغ صباح الخير السلام عليكم بونجور بونجورنو بريز ذا لورد ذات وي ار اول هير فروم ديفرنت نيشنز اند لانجويج هاو از جريت تو سي يو سي ايفريبادي ان ذيس مورنينغ لاست ايفري ساتردي از ماثيو اند بول توكينغ اباوت ذا ايفانجلزم ايفري ساتردي وي جو تو ذا تاون and we go to Warden Park and preach the gospel. But one day, the guy asked me, why do you preach the gospel? Why do we have to preach the gospel? Why you are wasting your time coming here and talking to the people? Leave the people to choose. Why are you imposing the people to believe in what you believe? This is one of the questions of people asking me. Last week, one guy, he said, he took the tract and he asked, how much this tract, how much this box you give it to us? Why we can sell this box and give this money to the poor people, to the homeless? Why you are wasting your time? And that's why I wanted to talk today about why we have to preach the gospel. God himself, he taught us to go all over the world and preach the gospel. So the first thing is, can I have the second slide, please, because I forgot. The first thing is, is go into all the world, preaching the gospel to all creation, whoever believes is baptized and is saved, but who who doesn't believe will be condemned. And in Luke 15, 7, rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in the heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who don't need to repent. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one who whom they have not heard? And how they can hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet who bring good news. So why we do we have to preach the gospel? The first one, can I have the second slide? I forgot. This is a biblical commandment that we must obey. This is a great commission that God commissioned the church, his people, to preach the gospel. If you love me, obey my commandment. This is what Jesus said. And this is what we are singing all the time. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Okay, you love me? Obey what I'm saying to you. And this is very important. Obedience for the word of God. Who is the first one to preach the gospel? It's Jesus. The Bible is saying about Jesus, he used to go from village to village, declare and proclaim the good news. 
So we should to follow the example of Jesus. Obedience is very important in the life of the church. Do you obey God? Do you love Jesus? Do you sing every day, I love you, Lord, I love you, Lord? And the Lord will answer you. Obey what I'm saying to you. So, first thing is obedience to go and to lower the world and preach the gospel. Praise God that the world today, it is in Luton. You don't have to go to Africa, to Afghanistan, to Pakistan. Everybody here is in Luton. This is a great location, a great place that we have the great opportunity in Luton. Second slide, please. Secondly, that we want to declare our peace and our salvation from our sin through Jesus Christ. We must proclaim the gospel because it's the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes in it. The power of the gospel. The power of transformation. The power of to set the captive free. Are you still captive in this morning? Maybe you are addicted to something. The power of the gospel can set you free if you obey it. Deliverance. He can set you free from the guilt. You know, the biggest thing today that the people live in our society, guilt. They feeling guilt about what happened in the past, about what they are doing. And if you believe in the transformation of the gospel, he has the power. We so many people been addicted and God set them free. Yesterday, me and Paul were standing with a guy. He said, it's my life. It is a spoiled, I have spoiled my life. It is my responsibility. I don't know how can I get rid of this. How can I get from this my life? Me and Paul, we prayed for him. And they accepted to pray for him. Deliverance. So this is why we preach the gospel. Because the gospel has the power to change the people. One day when we booked the book, book table, one guy, he came and took the New Testament. And after three weeks, he came to me. And they said, this book changed my life. I have been reading it for three weeks, and I like it, and it's changing my life. We have the treasure, and don't hide the treasure, guys, for ourselves. One day, this guy asking me, why you preach the gospel? I said, because the gospel is the treasure. Can you imagine if I found, I discovered the treasure, and I know this treasure, it is enough for my family, for my life, I will be selfish if I didn't share it with others. And this is why I preach the gospel book of the treasure. And I invite you to come and share this treasure with me. The slide after, please. Why we do have to preach the gospel? To take responsibility from us. That the blood of the people will not be demanded from us. When we stand before God. Because we have not played our part in sharing the truth with them. God will ask us, can we have the second? Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. 
So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked person, you will surely die, and you don't warn them or speak out to dissuade them from their evil ways in order to save their life, the wicked person will die for their sin, and I will hold you accountable for their blood. I know it is harsh. It's very hard. Their blood, God will demand it from us. And this is why Paul, when he preached to the Jews, and Jews refused him. And he said, no, from now I'm going to the Gentiles. I am free from your blood. We are not condemning the people. We are not judging the people. But this is the power. This is the word of God that we should to obey. Why do we preach the gospel? Slide after, please. We fear that the people will end up not in the heaven, and we want them to be with us in God's kingdom. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is very important one. We like the people to come to the heaven with us. If there's a guy asking, why you do that? I said, because we love you. And if you don't have love to the people, you are not going to preach to them. We want you to be in the heaven, not to end in the hell. Not to end separating from God. Not to end away from the heaven. Because this life is short. And we want you, after this life, to have the eternal life. Why do we have to preach the gospel? The driving force behind preaching the gospel is love. And this is what God showed to us all before. If you don't love your neighbor, if you don't love your family, if you don't love your colleagues, if you don't love your community, and if you love your town, how are you going to preach the gospel to them? And that's why we go to the town. We go to Warden Park and share what God has, our love for us as well. How he loved us as well. It is very important today to preach the gospel because we live in this world. There is so many crises around us. People desperate to see the truth. And that's why we do to preach the gospel. People today are in confusion and we are his witness. You shall be witness to me. This is the commandment of God. You shall be witness for me. Do you know that God didn't trust the angels to preach the gospel? Never told any angel, go and preach. Only he trusted us as a human and told us, go and preach. God can tell just one angel to come to Luton and preach and convince the people. No, he trusted his people. So, very important that I am, why the people not listening to that? Because they said, some of them, they said, I'm a good person. There's many confusion in the world today. I don't do anything bad. And other people, they said, oh, what about Jehovah Witness? 
What about Mormon? What is the truth? Someone asked me, what is the truth? What is the true Christianity? Is Jehovah Witness? Is Mormon? Is Catholic? Is Protestant? Is Orthodox? So people are in confusion today. Even we live in this te technology and social media, people get more confused more. Someone asked me, do you guys believe in Jesus, son of God? God, do you think God has a son? And if God has a son, that means he has a wife? Christian people are crazy, confused. Because they think that we believe that Jesus, son of God, physically? Do you guys believe in three gods? Father, Son, Holy Spirit? There's only one God. How come Christian people crazy believe in three gods? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. People are confused. They didn't know. So our responsibility to preach the gospel and to correct all this confusion to them. Where is the truth? One day Jehovah Witness are reaching a lady in Birmingham. And they went to her house. And sometimes I feel ashamed of myself because Jehovah's Witness is very active. And they knocked the door, gave her the New Testament, started to read the New Testament with her, and they left her. Second week came, they came. And she said to them, guys, you have lied to me. You have lied. I said, why? She said, because you said to me that Jesus is only a prophet. He's not God in the flesh. And when I'm reading the New Testament all this week, I found Jesus as God. I found that Jesus is God in the flesh. You are corrupted. You didn't tell me the truth. So people are in confusion. And this is why we, God put this responsibility for the church to share the truth, the whole of the truth. Why we preach the gospel? To demolish the strongholds. People receiving lies from social media today. Even Christians, some Christian lies. The enemy trying to bring lies to your life. And we preach the gospel to demolish the strongholds. You know, the church in North Africa today is died completely. You know why? In the time of Christianity in the North Africa, the church was flourishing, strong church. And because the church in North Africa, I'm talking about before Islam, was all together, love each other together, but they didn't preach outside. When Islam came, invaded North Africa, because the church is not strong, not enrooted, the church is defeated. There's no Christian in North Africa. Of course, today there's more Christian coming new. Why the church in Egypt starts to be strong? Because the church there was preaching the gospel. And the biggest Arabic church until today is in the Middle East in Egypt. Strongest and biggest Arabic church. Why? Because they preach the gospel. The Satan, the enemy, is invaded, looting Britain, Europe, with many lies. And if the church not to take responsibility, this church will be ended to be closed. So our responsibility today to rejoice with others, to bring others to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I'm very happy when I see someone. He became a Christian. He's strong in his faith. He changed, his life is changed. He got married. He has a house. He left the addiction. He's a stand firm. 
How great to see people like that. So why you are not doing this work? This is our responsibility today that God called us, encouraged us to go and share the good news with neighbors, with colleagues. Maybe you can't come to the street, no problem. There is many ways to preach the gospel. There are many different methods to preach the gospel. So this is our responsibility. They came to the second question. Why don't we preach the gospel? Why don't we preach the gospel? Woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. This is what Paul said. Why preach the gospel? When most people don't want to hear it. This is one Christian said to me that. Why I preach the gospel? I'm getting tired. Most of the people didn't hear it. They don't like to hear it. And if you look at the Old Testament, Noah, he preached the good news that the flood is coming. Come, repent. How many years? Hundred years. Did anybody accept it? No. Only him and his family went to the ark. The ark of the Jesus Christ. It is not my responsibility to convert the people. It is my responsibility to obey what God said to go and preach. It is in their responsibility. Jonah. God told him, go to Nineveh. Jonah gave them the good news. Because I will destroy this wicked nation. And Jonah said, no. I didn't think they will believe in you. He judged them. Jonah, go. And said, no, I didn't think they believe. I didn't think my neighbor believed. I didn't think my neighbor will listen to me. I didn't think uh, uh, will uh, my colleague listen to me. I don't, I don't. Excuses, excuses. And we have, sometimes we judge the people by face. You know, one day in Spain when I was doing the airport ministry, one guy with a big beard like that. And I said, ah, oh, I didn't think this guy will accept from me the flat. And I go and turn around. And I go again and turn around and hesitating. And I ended, I give it to him. I said, hello, can I give you this one? This is a New Testament. And the guy said, yes, of course. Great, thank you very much. I will read it. Sometimes we judge the people by face. Jonah, he said, Nineveh will be repented. And what happened when he prayed and he went? Nineveh became all of them believing in God. And he saved this nation. Don't be like Jonah. Be like Noah. Be like Jesus, moving from village to village to preach the gospel. Three guys in the park last days when we're doing the park ministry here at Warden Park, I shared with them. And they said they are young guys and they have many questions. Answer question after question. And they said, wow, they are Pakistani background. I said, we born here in this country. We never heard the true Christianity from the true Christians. Three guys, great to see people. Great to see uh, people being asking questions. And great to see people to answer this question, to listen to their struggles, to pray with them, to help them, to stand with them until they go to the end of the journey. Why don't we preach the gospel? Fear of persecution and fear of man. said, no, why go to preach the gospel? They will persecute me. Praise God, we are in Britain. 
Hello? No persecution. There is kind of persecution, yes. But we have the freedom here. Praise God for this country. I've been persecuted in my country. I've been persecuted verbally, physically. And I shut my mouth. And I was rejoicing when they persecuted me. But this is what the enemy is trying to limit the church. Fear of persecution. People in our mission, they go to different places, hard places in the world. Even there is persecution there. So why we're not preaching the gospel here in Britain? We didn't have this persecution kind of persecution. Fear of man. Fear of people. Fear that the people will end up uh, that what they are going to talk about me. What the people think about me. What about if they don't like me? What about if they're mocking me? Fear, fear, fear. And this is the enemy, strategy of the enemy to bring fear to the church that not preaching the gospel. The one after, please, yeah. Abyssy. Some people didn't care. Some of us just don't care that much about lost people. We wouldn't ever say it. But we prioritize our life. We have very busy schedule. We have long stopped praying for lost people, but we are not practicing it. And we bring many excuses. Uh, after I get married, I will do that. Uh, after I graduate from the university. Or after I build a house. Or after my kids will be married. After I have grand-granddaughters, grandson. After, 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 many excuses. You remember this story when the people bring excuses to Jesus. And they said, come to the banquet. And one of them, he said, what? I've been married now. I want to stay with my wife. And Jesus asked the other one and said, oh, I bought two cows and I want to try them. Excuses, excuses. And the third one, he said, oh, I bought a field and I wanted to go to this field. Let me leave it for now. Church, don't be the church of excuses. We have the whole opportunity here. We have the resources here. We have the money here. We have the freedom here. The fourth one, why we don't preach the gospel? Lack of compassion. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they faint and were scattered abroad. A sheep having no shepherd. Compassion. This is the important word. Do you have a compassion to your neighbor? Do you have a compassion to your colleague? Do you have a compassion to Luton? Do you have a compassion to your country? Lack of compassion. And Jesus has a compassion. What is your first compassion? Some people, when they first convert, they are very excited to preach the gospel. What is your compassion? What is your first love? And the last one, fifth, why we don't preach the gospel? The church don't teach it, and there is no vision. Yeah, some churches are not teaching about that, no vision. Without vision, the people perish. What is your vision today? It is a very important topic in the church to preach the gospel. What is your vision? And Jeremiah, he said, his word is in my heart. Like a fire, 
A fire shut up in my bones. I have worry of holding it in. Indeed, I can't. I can't hold the word. Sometimes you go vacation, me and Bev, and said, oh, I will take relax. Not going to talk to anybody. And fine. Suddenly, I sit in the restaurant. Oh, hello, how are you? Can I give you this leaflet? Bev said, we are in relaxed time. We're in vacation time. No, Jeremiah said, here, I can't hold it. It is a fire. I like to preach it. When we preach the gospel, the Bible said, preach it in time, suitable time, and not suitable time. When you have the opportunity. What is your legacy that you will leave in this world? Are you going to leave houses? What is your legacy you will leave in this world? Life is short these days. Are you using what God gave it to you, the talent that God gave it to you, the skills to bring the people to the kingdom of God? Are you building the kingdom of God here? Do you have spiritual sons and daughters? I'm not posting. Praise to be the Lord. I have sons in North Africa and Middle East, daughters, connecting with them. We have the website ministry. Every day I'm talking with the people, beating, insulting me, cursing me, answering their questions. Where is your sons, spiritual sons and daughters? Jesus said the last days, he said, Father, the work you have given to me, I finished it. I completed it. Can you say that as well? If the Lord asked you, what is your purpose in this earth? What is your goals these days? Do you have a goals for your life? I will build a house, I will do this, I will do that. Do you have a goals for the Lord, for the kingdom of God? What is your purpose in this life? Father, the work you have given to me, I fulfilled. Can you say that as well in your ending day, when you are 90, when you are 80, when you are Five minutes before you're dying, said, Lord, thank you, Lord. The work you've given to me, I fulfilled it. Let's think about that church that is important to preach the gospel. If you want to come with us, you are welcome every Saturday. And I have a booklet here. It's free of a charge. Answer to your questions about the Bible, the gospel. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you that your word is a fire in our life, Lord. To encourage us, guide us, teach us, lead us, Lord. Lord, we would like to be, Lord, not executed in church, Lord. But we want to do your work. We want to say with you, Lord, that the work you gave it to me in this earth, I have fulfilled, Lord. Help us, Lord. Lord, in you our vision Again, Lord, maybe the enemy trying to bring fear to your people today. But Lord, in the name of Jesus, we break any chains of fear, Lord. Give us to do, Lord, the great commission. Lord, if we sing, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We want to obey your commandments, Lord, today. Help, Lord, my brothers and sisters to find their vision, Lord, to leave legacy in this earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.